Thanks for tuning in to McNamara on Money, a podcast about all things financial. On this show, we talk about investments and investment performance. In our practice, we give financial advice to our clients. We know their financial situation in detail before doing so. That's not the case with callers we may speak to on this show. We can't give truly meaningful financial advice because we don't know the detailed financial situation of the caller. Any suggestions we make to callers are generic in nature and meant to steer a caller in the right direction. Listeners to this podcast should consult their own financial professionals before implementing any suggestions we might make. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. My name's Mike McNamara. This is McNamara on Money, and let's have at it. The first subject I'm going to touch on today is, so I've got this nest egg, I'm retired. How much money can I take out of this nest egg, and will it last last at least as long as I will? All really good questions. I'm going to read a little bit from an article I found on Yahoo Finance. The article was from a company called Smart Asset, and the author is a fellow by the name of Mark Hendricks, and this was dated August 15, so it's a pretty current article. Okay, I'm just going to read a piece of it, and then I'm going to tee off for the next few minutes on some comments about this subject. Okay, and the article's title is the best percentages to withdraw from your retirement account according to Edward Jones, which is a financial institution. So we're talking about what, how much money you can take as a percentage from your portfolio. So once again, the title is The Best Percentages to Withdraw from Your Retirement Account, according to Edward Jones. And the section I'm going to read, I think it'll be not too, too boring. So here we go. What to know about retirement withdrawal rates. A popular approach to deciding how much to withdraw from a retirement account employs the 4% rule. This guideline was developed in the 1990s and suggests withdrawing 4% from your savings in your first retirement year and then adjusting subsequent withdrawals for inflation. Doing so from a balanced portfolio all but ensures your money lasts 30 years. I want to correct the insurers. Nothing's guaranteed on the planet, but let's say the odds are pretty good, my words, as opposed to insure. But anyway, the 4% rules creator, a financial advisor, William Bengen, later revised it to 4.7%. Since then, some experts have warned the rule may oversimplify matters and have offered alternative strategies. J.P. Morgan Chase, big financial outfit, for instance, has advised drawing down no more than 2 to 3% of savings each year, citing ongoing inflation, increased life expectancy, and prospects for sharply lower returns. J.P. Morgan suggested considering a number of factors to create a personalized withdrawal strategy, including tax rates, financial commitments, health care expenses, and portfolio composition. Morningstar Research 
from 2021 found that a 3.3% initial withdrawal rate was appropriate due to low bond yields and potentially overvalued equity markets, stock markets. The company has since updated its guidance to 3.8%. Morningstar also evaluated more flexible alternative strategies that include foregoing inflation adjustments and sticking with required minimum distributions, creating guardrails for withdrawals, and reducing withdrawal rates by 10% after losses. Okay, enough of the article. Okay, this is big stuff. How many dollars can I take from my portfolio? What percentage is it? And oh, by the way, will my money last at least as long as I do and my significant other? All good questions. Okay, so folks, one of the first things that I would suggest that you do is if you do happen to be withdrawing, money from your portfolio on a regular basis. I guess I'm speaking to mostly retired folks. So it's pretty simple. Okay, add up all the money that you're withdrawing from your portfolio. And by the way, if you're taking it out of an IRA, count the gross amount, not the amount that might hit your checkbook after taxes. So tally up the total dollars before taxes that you're taking out yearly from your portfolio. Add up all of the accounts that you consider your nest egg, so all the money that you have in your nest egg, and divide. Okay, if you divide what you're taking okay, by what you have, you'll get a percentage, and that with percentage is what we're calling the withdrawal rate of your portfolio. Okay, okay. Percentages for the next half, three quarters of an hour are more important than dollars and you need to pay attention because it's a better way to figure out how to do things in your portfolio. All right, so here are, I've got a bunch of comments on this very important topic. By the way, our telephone number is 781-837-4900. If you're in the, on the South Shore listening to WATD or if you're in the Merrimack Valley listening to WCAP, 781-837-4900. If you're taking money out of your portfolio, maybe you have a question or two and maybe I can help you with it. Anyway, so the first thing that you've got to think about is I'm taking a percentage of money from my portfolio, but what is my portfolio? What's the mixture that you have in there? Is it all in savings accounts? Is it all in bonds? Is it all in stocks? Is it in some mixture? So the very first thing that you have to look at is of the portfolio that you have right now, if you put it all together in one big strategy, what percentages is stocks, what percentages bonds, and what percentages is cash? And oh, by the way, okay, what are you expecting to return, okay, from the portfolio that you have? So very, if you can take 4% out of your portfolio, if that's the number, if you're sitting in a bank account with 2% interest, that could be a problem. How do you go about matching those things? And we'll talk about that. But very first thing is figure out your withdrawal rate, dollars taken before taxes divided by the whole value of your nest egg, okay? And then the second thing is you should be able to look at your entire... Now, by the way, maybe you've got a 401k and a rollover and your spouse has one of these or one of those. Add all that money together. That's your portfolio. 
add all the money you're taking, divide what you're taking by what you have, you'll get a percentage. If that percentage is 10 or 11%, I think you're in deep trouble. If that percentage is zero or one or two percent, I think you're probably okay. And I hope that everybody listening to me knows what that percentage is. And I certainly hope that everybody listening to me knows what the broad mixture of their portfolio is and what it's able to earn. So let me make some guesses about that, folks, okay? So very long-term, stocks have provided higher returns than bonds. Very long-term, bonds have returned more money than money that's in cash or savings. And so in terms of potential returns, stocks are number one, bonds are number two, cash is number three. Okay, you need to figure out what your expectations are for your numbers. My expectations are pretty simple. I think long-term returns on stocks, if you had a 100% stock portfolio, not my suggestion, somewhere between seven and 9%, I think is a reasonable guess, okay? If you have long-term returns on bonds, that number has changed a whole lot in the last few years, but I'm going to guess, your guess is as good as mine, folks, that bond returns going forward, and there's lots of different kinds of bonds, maybe 3%, maybe 3.5%, 4%, not what they were a whole bunch of years ago, and returns on cash. By the way, right now we're getting short-term savings accounts and CDs at 4 or 5%. That's a wonderful thing, but it hasn't been that way for a very long time, and we don't know how long 4 or 5% is gonna last on money markets and CDs. About three or four years ago, there were basically zero and one and 2% numbers attached to cash. But stocks, bonds, cash, you have a mixture, okay? And you need to have a realistic expectation of what your mixture can develop. There, there you go, okay? So if you've come to the conclusion, maybe working with a financial advisor, that you think you can earn 6% from your portfolio on average, I'm making up a number to do the math, here, simple, okay, okay, you have a target return for your portfolio, okay, if you happen to be taking 3% out of that right now, I guess that's a good thing, if you happen to be taking 6%, you're now on the line, and you've got inflation to deal with coming down the road. And if you happen to be taking 9% on average, you're probably seeing your portfolio shrink, and that doesn't get better as that goes longer. We'll be touching about that in a little while as well. Okay, as I've been in this business for 42 years and doing this radio show for 32 of them, okay, and the most common question people ask is how big does my portfolio have to be? And you can read articles now. We have $800,000 saved. How long will my money last? Or this, that, or the other thing. Okay, that's one of two questions that you have to ask when you're retired and taking money from your portfolio. How much do you have or need? But the second question, equally as important, is what are you going to be taking from that portfolio? I'll be extreme here, okay? If you have a million dollar portfolio and need $300,000 a year, you're probably in trouble. 
If you have a $100,000 portfolio and need $10 a year, you're probably just fine. Yes, that's an extreme, but I think it makes the point. So two factors, how much money do you need to build or do you have and how much money are you taking from it? Folks, those have to connect. And I will tell you from 30, 40, 42 years of personal experience, we underestimate our expenses and we come up short more often than not. So you have to be careful about that. When it comes to securing your financial future, trust matters. That's why McNamara Financial, a family-owned company, is here for you. As a family-owned company, we understand the importance of your financial well-being. That's why our team of expert financial advisors is committed to your success. At McNamara Financial, we take your trust seriously. That's why all our financial advisors are fiduciaries and certified financial planners, putting your best interests first. With our team of dedicated professionals, you can rest assured that you're receiving top-notch expertise tailored to your unique goals. Don't leave your financial future to chance. Trust McNamara Financial, where family values meet financial expertise. Visit our website or call us to schedule a consultation today. McNamara Financial, securing your financial future one step at a time. So the other issue is that if you happen to be withdrawing more than your portfolio is on average earning, you are in a problem situation, okay? And the deal is, okay, if you're earning 6% and withdrawing 9%, again, I'm being extreme here, okay? Next year, on average, your portfolio okay, has shrunk. Let's pretend that 6% is $40,000. You take out $40,000 this year, it's 6%, okay, but it's nine. It's 9% of your portfolio. Guess what? Okay, next year your portfolio is a bit smaller. So if the dollars stay the same, $40,000 a year, and if the pot is shrinking, that actual rate climbs higher every year. Okay, so danger zone number one is if you're taking more than you're making, your portfolio is shrinking, and you better be paying attention to that or make sure that you know what's going on because that's that that may be the way it is, but that's just kind of okay, something you need to worry about. Okay, we grew up, us baby boomers grew up, you want to save like a banshee. We want to preserve our capital. We never want to take more money, okay? We always want to protect our capital. Uh, a real-world comment, I work with a lot of folks, and our firm does, and I guess I'd call it a select bunch of people because they hired an advisor to help them with their finances, and they certainly have motivations to try to be careful and be aware of their financial situations. Well, okay, so... Per- Pretty simple, okay, those folks, okay, a good chunk of them are actually taking more than they're making because that's what they need to do, okay? And so if you are taking more than you're making, it's your capital, and if you happen to need it to spend to enjoy the rest of your life, that's okay, but you just have to be careful about that because when does it end 
or when does it run out given the circumstances, okay? Nobody wants to invade their capital, but my point is I know lots of folks who are because they need to, and for you folks not yet retired, you might want to give that some serious thought when it comes to your planning. Okay, let's see here. Oh, yeah, one other thing that's interesting. So let's just for a moment pretend. I'm going to make up some numbers so it's maybe easier to understand. But let's just pretend that you're earning 6%, okay, and that you need to take 6% from your portfolio. If you have a portfolio of stock and bonds mixture, you make money two ways. You make money from income and dividends that are produced by your stocks and bonds, and you make money from hopefully appreciation, okay, of the stocks. Don't count on bonds to appreciate. So I'm going to make up a figure that's not too far off a few months ago. Okay, if you're earning 6% in a balanced portfolio of stocks and bonds, maybe 3% of that is real live income that shows up. And the other 3% is actually growth that has hopefully happened in your portfolio. So when you're taking money out of your portfolio, folks, you should have a pretty good idea of I'm taking $40,000 a year from my portfolio. Is that all interest that's coming from my portfolio or is only half of that from real live money that's coming and is the rest growth that I hope happens and maybe sometimes that doesn't. So, you know, what's the character of the return that you make in your portfolio? That's pretty that's pretty important number to give in the circumstances. After the break here in a moment, I'm going to talk about inflation and how that's a bad thing besides over withdrawing your portfolio and we can figure that out. Mm-hmm. 